Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. You are in for a treat today. We are going to discuss wine, the pairing of wines, and more about wine. Our guest, Gwenda V. Kennan, is an independent wine consultant and owner of Vinifera Finance and Accounting, an accounting and bookkeeping firm geared towards those in the wine industry. Gwenda is a graduate from Northwest Wine Academy of South Seattle Community College, earning her two certifications in wine marketing and sales and food and wine pairing. She also received a certification from Sonoma State University Wine Business Institute program in wine business, finance, and accounting. Gwenda is an avid traveler and advocate for Washington Wines. You can follow her on her Facebook page, Wines and Food Travels where you will find all sorts of information on food and wine pairings, great travel locations, and wine events throughout the world. Also check out her online wine store at travelingvineyard.com slash guide slash 768001. Don't worry, I will place this information in the show notes later. Gwenda lives in Seattle, Washington with her two cats, Milo and Chai. Welcome, Gwenda. We're looking forward to what you're going to tell us about wine and a little taste about the business of wine. What sparked your interest in wine? Thank you, Gloria, for having me. Well, what sparked my interest in wine stems back probably about 20 years ago when I used to go to a lot of wine functions in Atlanta. And I had no idea about how to drink the wine, why I was drinking, what I'm supposed to do. And everybody around me seemed to um, know how what they were doing. So I decided I'm not going to look like, you know, somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. I just started doing a little research and that led me to go into wine tastings and it just went on from there. Well, great. Well, I expect to learn a lot about wine from you today because I have no idea. What's the main difference between red and white wines? Well, primarily uh, white wines um, are, it, it all has to do with the grape skin. And when it's um, separated, so white grapes, you know, for white wines and red grapes for red wines and the blushes. For instance, if you have a like a, a pinkish type of wine that's made from a red grape, 
It's just that the skins are removed at a certain point to give it that nice blushy color instead of a dark red color. Can you get drunk, really, really drunk from drinking wine? <laughs> I think that all has to do with one's uh, body makeup. I mean, I've seen people that actually drank two glasses of wine and they were inebriated. And I've also seen people who can drink two or three bottles of wine and it hasn't done anything with them. So that has a lot to do with your alcohol tolerance, you know, body weight and all that. All right. Why does wine have to breathe? What is that all about? Well, that's about, wine is like, it, there's chemistry involved in wine. Um, and once you open that bottle, and it's usually the red wine, it's not the white, but uh, with red wine, once you pop that cork, oxygen is getting inside of that wine. And it's sort of almost like adding another ingredient. So for instance, if you were to open a bottle of Cabaret Sauvignon and um, you want to let it breathe for a couple of minutes, you're actually changing the complexity of what that wine's going to taste like. You could pour yourself a little glass right away. 20 minutes later, pour yourself another glass and it's going to taste different. Not a lot different, but you'll see. And that's allowing the oxygen, oxygen sorry, to get in there. And like I said, just adding another ingredient to make the uh, enhance the flavoring of the wine. That sounds like fun in a way. How long can you let it sit before it changes composition on you and tastes different? You mentioned, well, go, go ahead. And I was going to say that that all depends. For me, when I open a bottle of wine, I normally, depending on what it is, I am not going to let that wine sit for a while, uh, like a week, uh, you know, putting it in your refrigerator I usually try to consume that bottle within that day, um, especially if it's a white wine. You don't want that sitting around too long. Your red wines are different. They could sit for a little longer. Well, you mentioned going to wine events when you lived in Atlanta. What goes on mm -hmm. at a wine tasting? It depends on what tasting you go to. Um, some of the tastings are they're going to feature. Um, a couple of bottles of wine. It, you know, if it's a long tasting, it might have five to six bottles that they want you to taste or different wines. I'm sorry, not bottles. But uh, and it's going to start off with, you know, a couple of white, a, a couple of red and perhaps a dessert wine. And uh, they're just going to pour you uh, maybe an ounce. They're going to describe the wine to you. They're going to describe what you need to do. Like, look at the wine, look at the color, tilt the glass. There are a lot of terminology that's used. You taste it. And they'll probably tell you what foods that will go, go well with those wines as well. That sounds like an event that you can go to on a first date when you're trying to impress somebody. Like, you're just, ooh, so Tony. Can a Absolutely. <laughs> can a novice go to a wine tasting and fake it? Or does one need to be well-versed in wines to avoid embarrassment? No, not at all. A novice certainly can go to a wine tasting and know absolutely nothing. 
uh, because the people there that are um, hosting the wine tastings, they are well knowledge and they are prepared to answer your questions. And there are no stupid questions when it comes to something like wine tasting. What's the best way to learn about wine? Um, I guess in this age of uh, COVID right now, the best way is to go online. There are a lot of YouTube videos out there that will, um, you know, show, have wine tastings. And um, I would say just do your research. You can Google anything these days. Uh, put in wine tasting, how to do a wine tasting. You know, it's a number of ways and resources out there where you can do it. And even my company, uh, The Traveling Vineyard, I do virtual wine tastings. So if you'd like to set up, you know, a wine tasting online with a couple of friends through Zoom, um, we can do that too. Okay. Well, we, we mentioned pairings earlier. What's the best type of food to have with red wine? And what about white wine? Well, it's not that simple as to just say red wine or white wine because it depends on the grape and is it a sweet wine? Is it a dry wine? Is it is it a dessert wine? You know, for instance, this morning I prepared um, shrimp and grits and shrimp and, my shrimp and grits has a little bit of a cheese uh, taste to it. So you, I, you don't want to do white wine, I mean red wine with that. So I had me a semi-sweet Riesling because of the cheese and the butter, uh, you know, the sauce that I made. And it is to cut, you know, it, it, it's a little on the fatty side. So, and it's not that savory. So that's why I chose this semi-sweet Riesling. Some people like a Riesling, you automatically think it's sweet, but it's not. And when I say semi-sweet as a wine connoisseur, that, um, is sweet to me, but it might be dry to your palate. I see. Obviously, I'm a novice. I told you right up front, I know nothing and I'm learning so much in just this little bit of time. It's enough to intrigue me. I may actually go to a wine tasting now. I'll start with the virtual one, though. <laughs> <laughs> and Gloria, let me, uh, for those that are non-wine drinkers, you still can host a, a wine tasting. You don't necessarily have to drink the wine. And in fact, at uh, professional wine tastings, we spit out the wine. We don't swallow it. All you're going to do is, you know, there's certain steps you have to take, but you don't swallow the wine. And also, as someone who doesn't drink wine, you can always learn about it. So you'll know if you have guests over for whatever special occasion what foods to serve with that wine because your guests might drink wine and, you know, you don't have to, but at least you'll know something about what food to put with the wine. That is terrific advice because I would be stumbling, bumbling, and they'll talk about me later. Can you imagine what she gave us? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, Gwenda, tell us more about the business of specialized accounting for the wine industry. I had no idea. Well, um, I'm not sure if you realize my background is in accounting and finance and um, mainly uh, tax preparation. And I've been doing that for many years. 
And once I uh, delved into the world of wine, I uh, discovered that they have a whole set of rules when it comes to the wine industry. There are quite a few more tax returns that they have to file. And uh, so that's where my accounting and finance uh, geared just around that uh, came into play. So once I got all my certifications out of the way, knowing those type tax returns, I decided to uh, start my own company, Benifera uh, Finance and Accounting. And that is to bring in um, clients in that industry because there are so many winemakers out there, wineries and vineyards that are popping up all over the place. All they're thinking about is making wine. And then when it comes to their finances, they get in trouble with Internal Revenue Service because they haven't filed their taxes. So there comes me and other companies that are out there that does this as well, where we will take care of all that for you. You don't have to worry about your finances. We'll file your taxes, your excise taxes, your federal taxes online um, on time. And you won't be, you know, um, charged these outrageous penalty and interest for not filing your taxes. Well, Gwenda to the rescue with Vinifera Finance and Accounting. All right. When we're going to switch out right now. On this podcast, we always provide opportunities to recognize and celebrate birthdays with our listeners by offering a fun story or fun birthday trivia. Tell us about your most fun or interesting birthday over age 50. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, we're talking about wines. (laughs) So, like, for my 55th birthday, um, a friend of mine took me to um, Half Moon Bay in California. And we, it was a wine extravaganza. Uh, Half Moon Bay is out right outside of uh, San Francisco. Um, we did Napa Valley. We must have did about, oh, goodness, 10 to 15 uh, stops at different wineries and tastings. And it was just the best birthday ever. Well, good for you. Well, before we close, please leave us with at least one nugget of wisdom to help us live happy. Well, one nugget for me to advise anybody would be make sure you are happy with yourself. And once you have acquired that from within, you can make others happy. There's always people out making, trying to make other people happy but they're not happy with themselves. And when you put yourself first, it's not a selfish thing. You just do better by others and people in your environment, people that you love, your family and friends. That's something that I didn't always have as a young you know, person. That's something that came you know, with age. And uh, I am very happy with myself and I, I do see the difference in the people in my life around me that it's just the energy that you you're giving out there. That's that's what it's all about and it comes from within. Thank you so much for that piece of wisdom. Gwenda, it's been a pleasure chatting with you today. 
I've learned a lot about wines, and possibly you've piqued the interest of the listeners who may be exploring new interests or business ideas. Thanks again for your time. We really appreciate it. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for having me. Today's program was brought to you by Replay Fitness, Inc., helping women age 50 and older to retire happy and feel good again. Please send your emails to info at replayfitnessinc.com to join our waitlist and be informed when new sessions are open. If you are already subscribed to the Cup of Glow podcast, thank you. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe so you will be notified when new episodes have been posted. Until next time, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva. It's about a decade and not a day.